All right, guys. Welcome to Four Piece Soccer. I am your host, Freddie. Um, on this this episode, I I decided to start to record one for myself and and for the f- marvelous fans of the MLS, mostly for my fan base down in Miami. Uh, if you look at today's title, the 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 title is called "Rome Was Not Built in the Day," and we hear this, you know, across in in everything, in every part of our lives, you know, we, 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 we hear people say it, you know, Hey, Rome was not built in a day in a personal life and in a sporting events as well. And, and, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because, you know, there was a report a few, a few days ago, I want to say it was Bleacher Report that reported it and said that Inter Miami had the worst start in MLS history. And, it got me a little frustrated because I'm not going to lie. I've seen a couple games of Inter Miami and gosh, some of these games are, are pretty brutal to watch. Um, despite my fat, you know, my thought processes and of how we should approach the game and, and all these other things. But then I read a quote uh, of David Beckham that he posted on Instagram and he goes like this. Sometimes the road is long, and you need to take a breather. Manchester United, Real Madrid, La Liga, and Premiership wasn't built in a day. Teams, players, and clubs need time to flourish. But when they do, all the hard times seem so distant. It is important to take time to reflect on what we have achieved so far. I am proud of my team our club, and our amazing fans we have. Patience is a virtue. Hashtag Familia at Inter Miami CF. And it got me thinking. And I'm like, yeah, as Miami fans, we do have, we are special people. We've had moments where we don't bother showing up to games. Exemption of the, you know, Examples of this are the Miami Marlins, Florida Panthers. And then we have our moments where we do have and we do show up. You know, some of that is, you know, you look at the, you know, from 2010 to 2014, we had over 200 games of, you know, consistently home games sold out when LeBron was there. And a little before that as well, too. So, yes, we are special of a special fan base. And yes, we are a very unique fan base. But all in all, what makes us special is is what we go through. What makes us special is the fact that we're we're still there and we're still representing our teams. I I still, you know, the Dolphins are always horrible. But I still see people go out to the game, still wear the jerseys, buy their gear. Miami Hurricanes is another great example. Even though the, you know, when we play FSU, we're we're always you know, bickering back and forth in social media, of how we're better than FSU, how we're better than University of Florida. I still do it myself. And, and, and I feel like part of it, of what makes our fan base so special, you know, 
And you look at Inter Miami, we were one of the few teams that actually gave a farewell farewell to our players when they were going to Orlando. And to kind of go back and, and talk about what makes our fan base so special. Part of it is when you look at our culture, most of us are, are from Latin American descent. I'm not going to say Hispanic because then we, we take out the Brazilians. I want to include the Brazilians in this one. I have a special love for them. We, we're Latin Americans. We're passionate people. We love our food. We take care of each other. We, if, we just, we're just there for everyone. Something special about the Latin American culture. Because we're warm climate, we're very warm people, accepting, receptive. You know, we're always the type of people that if you need something, we'll take our shirts off our back and we'll give it to you. It's the kind of culture that we have in Miami. The city is amazing. People come and vacation where we live. That's Miami. You know, you go to the stores, I sometimes, unless you're a Miamian, you have different opinions, but most of the time they treat you very well. They're super polite. And, you know, we, we just we just carry ourselves and we just do what we want. You know, it's it's what our culture is. And yes, we've been through some really tough times. And I'm gonna bring up some scars and if there's a lot of Miami fans listening out there. Um, some of you guys are going to be like, oh, man, please don't mention this or don't mention that. I want to start off in basketball. I want to talk about first, you know, the Miami Heat. In 1989, when we were first formed, and then back in 2008, we won 17 games and lost 65 in an 82-season game. And we're like, man. Then... The Miami Dolphins had a season where they went one for 15. Now, when you, we're going to keep talking about football. Every new, every University of Miami fan knows this one. Nevin Shapiro from 2001 to 2010 almost got our program. Um, he, he almost got our program banned and almost dismantled. You know, we went through the Al Golden years. From 2011 to 2014, maybe even I think 2015 was uh, when he when we released him. We had Randy Shannon, where he went five and seven, kind of going back to Al Golden. He had a season six and six, seven and five, nine and four, six and seven, then four and three. Right after the worst loss we've ever taken against Clemson, I think it was 56 to zero. You know, then we have uh, Howard Stellenberger, the one one of the greatest coaches that we praise of all time of, you know, University of Miami. In his first season, he went seven and four, and and that was in 1982. And then, uh, and, and, and a little before that, he went five and six in 1979. If you continue going through UM's history books, you will find that their worst season was in 1944, where we went one. Seven and one, we had one win, seven losses, and one loss and one tie. Now let's change gears and let's talk about our Miami Marlins. Yes, Derek Jeter, Hall of Famer, is is running the team right now. But last year we went fifty-seven wins and a hundred and five losses. 
And then in 1994, we won 51 games and lost 64 games. Then you look at the Florida Panthers. We've in 2012-2013, we won 15 games and lost 27. We were the worst team in the ML in the NHL that season. So what am I trying to say? Yes, Inter Miami may be 0-5 right now. We've had some close games against Orlando, DC United, Philadelphia Union. We've had close games. And yes, we've and we lost unfortunately. We're 0-5. But we still have hope for ourselves. Because if you look at everything and anything that you see, there's no team in in almost any sport that has our history. No team. No team. University of Miami, before you know Stellenberger got there. They're about thinking shutting down the program just because, you know, they weren't winning. They were just spending money and just putting lousy performances. And then from, you know, when the whole Nevin Shapiro scandal happened, they almost shut down the, the, the program because of Nevin Shapiro. You know, when when we opened up in 1989, that season for the Miami Heat, they still sold out games. And they were in the Miami Arena, which doesn't exist anymore. You know, the Miami Dolphins, we have a rich history, so many Hall of Famers. Jason Taylor should mention one of them, Dan Marino, who took us so many times to the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, we weren't able to capitalize. You know, you have great coaches like Jimmy Johnson, both in Miami. In both Miami's Dolphins and the University of Miami. And then you look at the NBA. Some people say that Jerry West is the godfather of the NBA. And then other people say that is that is Pat Riley. You know, Pat Riley comes into the organization. Early 90s. About 95, 96. Gets us to the, you know, to the Eastern Conference Finals. We lose 4-2 to two to the Bulls. But the Bulls had one special player, Michael Jordan. And so what am I trying to say is, Miami fans, yes, we're unique. We're special fans. We do have our slip-ups. But when our team needs us, we're there. All right? I want to talk about our teams. All right? And... Yes, I've mentioned all the the horrible, you know, situations that we we've experienced and we lived as fans. I want to start off with the Miami Heat and our three championships. In two thousand six, we go to the NBA Finals, and we play the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks go up two zero on us. We have a three-game home stretch. And then we see D-Wade put some performances like you've never seen before. Gosh, D-Wade was such a special player. Has a, He won our hearts from the moment he got into the NBA. And he brought us that first championship we were desiring for so many years. 
when the season before in 2005, we lost in game seven to the Detroit, Pist- to the Detroit Pistons with Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Tayshaun Prince, Ben Wallace, Rashid Wallace, to just mention some of the few players that they had. You know, the the that season in the in the playoffs, D Wade played with a broken rib because he wanted it. I remember crying in two thousand five when we lost in Game Seven. I bursted out into tears. Then in in Game Six or Game Seven, D Wade had that special layup. When I saw him do that, I was like, "That's it. It's game over. We're going to the finals." In two thousand six against the Pistons. And we weren't favorites to beat the Dallas Mavericks. I remember watching ESPN saying that, oh, Dallas won the two home games, the the two, I mean, the two season games against Miami. And guess what? We came back and won four games in a row. We won our three in Miami. And then Pat Riley tells his players, guys, just pack up one suit because I don't plan in staying too long in Dallas. And we won game six. Then let's look at 2012, the Thunder. The Thunder had their big three, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. And you're like, man, this is Serge Ibaka. People people were actually scared for us. We had LeBron. Yeah, we may have had LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosh. But everybody thought that their their big three was way better than ours. And guess what? Yes, the Thunder put a massive beatdown on Miami in in game one, but then we won four games in a row. It wasn't going to happen two years in a row. Then let's look at 2013. Yes, we did walk out. Yes, I turned off my TV for a moment. But Ray Allen gave us a clutch three. And yes, we were in favorites to beat the San Antonio Spurs. Everybody thought that Greg Popovich was going to outclass and outsmart Eric Spolstra. And guess what? We won. Until this day right now, we are the youngest NBA team that's the winniest. That means we are the youngest team in the NBA with the most rings of all the young ones. Now let's change our subjects to the Miami Marlins. Miami Marlins came into the MLB in 1994. Three years later, we're winning it all. In 1997. And then, you know, seasons go by. We go through some really tough patches. And oh boy, comes 2003. Mike Lowell, Dontrell Willis, Pudge Rodriguez. Juan Pierre, um, you know, oh, Josh Beckett. Can't forget about Josh Beckett. And man, oh, man, we made a run in those playoffs. So just to remind you guys, in 2003, the Miami Marlins faced in the first, in the divisional round, Against the Giants. Who did the Giants have that time? Barry Bonds. Despite he was taking steroids. But it's okay. 
Everybody thought everybody thought, oh, the Giants are gonna get are gonna easily walk through Miami. I mean the Florida Marlins at that time. Nope. We beat them. And we go play in Chicago. Yeah. There was a controversial play in Chicago where a fan did stick out his glove um and got and caught the ball on a play that maybe the outfielder could have could have gotten. They had Sammy Sosa in that team. And they were on a hundred and three home game, a hundred and three years of now winning the World Series. And yes, the Yankees, I mean the Cubs were better than us on paper. But guess what? We beat them. We won the national the na- the National League Championship. Guess what? We go to the World Series. And we play the Yankees. Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera. Some of the few players, just to mention from that roster. Guess what? We beat the Yankees. We won those series against the odds. It's something that Miami does. It's a Miami thing. No one else understands this. All right. Now let's talk about let's talk about football. Let's talk about, let's, let's talk about a little bit about football right now. The only other team. In the NFL, to go undefeated is our gosh darn it bitter rivals, New England Patriots. But guess what? They lost the Super Bowl. Till this day, us Dolphin fans were the only team to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. And that was in 1972. Oh, and let, let's not mention Don Shula the following year. He won the Super Bowl as well, 1973. Yes, we only have two Super Bowls, but we still, we're still a championship team. And we have one thing that no other fan base can say. We're the only team to go undefeated and still win it. Not even Boston fans can say that. And even and Boston fans are still mad at Ray Allen because he left them to go play for us. I wonder why. Let's talk about our, our, our football team, college football. University of Miami has five national championships, 1983, 1987, 1989, 1991, and 2001. Technically, it should be six because that flag and that pass interference play was not a pass interference. And if we have any Ohio State fan listening to this, you guys know you guys got lucky in 2002. And, man, we had a special team. Willis McGahee, Ken Dorsey, Antron Wall, Jonathan Vilma, uh, Frank Gore. Do you really, do you want me to continue going on with the with that team? Honestly, the 2001 Miami Hurricanes will beat any team in college football right now. Sean Taylor, rest in peace, Sean Taylor. But we had a special team. Then we have the Florida Panthers, who've made it to the Stanley Cup Finals but never won. But we've made it. I want to give an honorable mention to the Tampa Bay Lightning because they won it in 2003 and 2004 season. 
So what am I trying to say? Even though despite the fact that we've lost our first five games, Miami is a special city, special teams, special people. We've had our ups and we've had our downs. Just like Beckham said, Manchester United, Real Madrid, we're not built in one day. Like I said earlier in the in the beginning of the podcast, Rome wasn't built in a day. We are a city that wins. We've shown it in every single sport that we that we participate in, except hockey. Um, but Florida still wins anyways because we do have a championship in Florida um, when it comes to hockey. But what am I trying to say? When you look at the Miami Heat, one thing that they talk about is culture. You hear NBA players talk all the time. Unless you want to be in the best shape of your life, then you go play in Miami. Um, you know, some players are, are scared to come play in Miami. A lot of players don't want to play for us. You know, that's the culture. Then, And then you, you relate it to the culture in Miami, and it fits in. Because we have the beaches. We have probably some of the most attractive people in the city. And probably in the country. We have some of the amazing sightseeings. Some of the most amazing food. Like I said earlier today in this podcast. That's our culture. So yes, the Miami Heat talk about its culture. You only understand if you live in Miami. Then you look at the, the Miami Hurricanes and they talk about accountability. Manny Diaz, that's, that's the thing he's been preaching to his players the most. He talks about accountability. And that's what Miami is all about. Yes, it's frustrating as a fan that, you know, we're 0-5. It's frustrating that, you know, we make these records. You know, we're... But it's okay, because at the end of the day, at some point or another, there will be a parade in Miami because we're going to win the MLS someday. I have no doubt about that. Let me tell you why I believe that Inter-Miami is going to create something special. First of all, let's talk about one of the players that runs the operations for the team. One of the best midfielders of all time, David Beckham. David Beckham played for United. Had amazing performances in the United. He's played for England. Uh, for World Cup, I remember if it was World Cup qualifiers or the World Cup itself, he put the team on his back. There was a, there was one game where I remember I, I was watching it a few, a few days ago. I can't remember what was the game. But he's, he made an error that led to goal to England's national team. Comes back and, and puts the team on his back and qualifies him for the World Cup. Everybody says, if you're a soccer player, everybody tells you when they're teaching you free, free kicks, they're like, oh, bend it like Beckham. That's how you know the guy was a stud. He won here in the MLS as well. He played for Los Galacticos in Real Madrid. One of the most, he played right alongside Zinedine Zidane. Like, how much more do you really want me to say about this guy? 
he is going to create something special in Miami. He will, for sure. No doubt about that. Who doesn't want to come and play for one of the best best players of all time when it comes to football, when it comes to soccer? You know, the other thing is we, we're, we're a city that demands to win. If you're Miami, if you're a Miami fan, how many times have you not gotten upset with the University of Miami because we're not winning anymore? How many times do you not get upset with the Dolphins because we're not making the playoffs? Let's not even talk. Let's not even, don't even get me started on the Marlins. Like we already know that with how many people go to their games, <laughs> and and then let's not let's not even go too far with the Heat. We had amazing runs from 2010 to 2014 with the Heatles, you know? And, 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 and we're starting to get back there. We're starting to get there with Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Tyler Hero, Bam Bam Adebayo. We're starting to create something special. And when we create something special, oh, boy, we are we're scary. We put on some scary teams to beat. The other thing is why I know that Inter Miami will be successful is because who doesn't want to come and play in Miami? You know, and then like take a side if you're I'm, I'm pretty sure any any MLS player will want to say, hey, you know what? Why why not why not go and retire in Miami? Why not? Any player that's coming from Europe will want to go re- retire in Miami. Who who doesn't want to play for David Beckham? We already have the fans that are showing support and love for this team. And we're just recently new in the MLS. You know, our manager likes to have touch football, but, you know, right now he doesn't, you know, possession-based soccer. But right now he doesn't have the players for it. And he knows that. And sometimes it it took it took me a while to understand this, until uh, I saw it yesterday, uh, you know, a few days ago with Arsenal. Sometimes you need to bunker down, and park the bus. And yeah, he's been doing that. Do I completely agree with it? No. But he knows the strength and weaknesses of his team. You know, the other thing is, you have players like like Neymar. Okay, just a quick. Quick sidebar here. I'm not a big fan of Neymar. You know, because when you compare him to the greats, like the Brazilian Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Roberto Carlos, um, you have uh, Garincha, you have Pele. I, I, he doesn't stand. He doesn't, he doesn't stand out like they do. You know, Forbes a few days ago reported an article that said, the Neymar already has a contract with David Beckham. And he himself said it. And he says in this article, I already have my contract with David. A few years from now, I will be there. Neymar himself plays for PSG. Has, you know, has great has a great reputation. I'm not a big fan of him, but it's okay. I think he's, you know, one of, yes, he does make a difference, 
in PSG. Yes, he does make a, he marks a difference in his national team. But he himself is already planning to come to Miami. And who knows how many other players are going to want to come and play in Miami. In the city that we live in and people want a vacation in. We're special people. We're a special fan base. We've been through some really rough ones and some really great ones. Every time, we always beat the odds. We always do. And I know David Beckham is going to put this team on the map. Because he himself has won everywhere he went. When he was at PSG, he won Ligue 1. When he was in Real Madrid, he won everything. He won everything with Real Madrid. He won everything with Manchester United. He he won everything in, in LA Galaxy. David Beckham's a winner. Miami is used to, to winners because we've dominated almost every sport that we participate in. From 2010 to 2014, we were the most dominant NBA team. When you look at yeah, you know, when you look at the the Miami Dolphins, they dominated those seasons. Gosh, there was there's no team that could compete against us. The two years that we won the Super Bowl. When you look at our national championships, almost every single national championship we won it under a different coach. But we dominated. And I have no doubt. That Miami will dominate in MLS one day. But just like David Beckham says, patient is a virtue. Our team will be great. I have no doubt about that. We have a great coach. Certain things I disagree with him, but that's just, you know. We have players already wanting to commit like Neymar. And who knows what other players are willing to come in for us. And we just have the culture. We just have it. We have it all. We're a paradise. And, you know, if there's Miami fans out there. Remember, just like David Beckham says, patience is a virtue. And it's going to take a lot of it. It's going to take a lot of it for all of us, even for me. It was a tough pill for me to swallow. But I know for for a fact that we will be great. And 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 I am proud of, you know, just the fact that we have an MLS team. I am proud of that. I am proud to be an inter Miami fan. I am proud to be a Miami fan in general. Despite of all the crazy shenanigans that we do in Miami. But I love it. I love my city. Love the people. And 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 trust me, we'll get there. We'll reach it. Remember, guys, I am your host, Freddie. And I know I did this one solo today. It might be a little weird that my friend Zach is not in it today. But I want you guys to remember that this is 4P Soccer. Where we bring your position, possession, precision... And above all, perception. Thank you, guys.